<laughs> you guys worked that out. That was choreographed. Good job. That lick was a paid actor. Good job, Myrtle. Yeah. You're such a good girl. Yeah, it is. The one thing this dog has taught me is that you're... The dumb shit you do in front of another person is amplified when you own a dog together. Like when I didn't know how to do stuff when we first got her as a puppy. And they'd be like, I don't know. And then you'd be like, I don't know. I can't imagine what parents go through. Oh my like God. Like that fear of like, did we fuck up? Did we fuck this yeah, thing every up? Every little weird thing she does, you're like, what did we do that caused that? Yeah. And then you worry if you got a shitty dog. Whenever I walk her in the city, I'm always like, does she suck as a dog? She does. I don't think she does. But in ways. She kind of sucks at dog stuff. She sucks at stuff that other dogs seem to just be totally natural doing. I don't see every other dog that Yanking I cross. Yanking towards anything that smells. I saw that today. You did? I've never seen it. Well, you know what I saw? And this is just a little inside us walking our dog baseball. Look how much taller your camera is. It has to be. <laughs> I'm imposing. This is for Are me Are these to supposed look. to be directed towards my face? Yes. Cool. Um... I saw a dog, you know, when we, when we try to cross sixth Avenue, she'll always try to push up. Mm -hmm. She'll like, when you turn the corner, she'll like, like go like that. Mm -hmm. I saw a dog doing that when I, when I left therapy today. Cool. I saw a dog like trying to pull up and I'm like, all right, okay. Other dogs are doing that. Our dog doesn't suck Good. as much, but smelling everything. Walking her in the city is a nightmare. I hate it. And yeah. I know she doesn't like it either, so then I feel even worse that I'm like, well, neither of us are enjoying this, but we got to get you out of the house. Yeah. it. When we moved into Manhattan, Myrtle was, I thought she'd be fine. And instead she was like- Less grass? What the fuck you is this? You found a place with less grass? And so she takes it out on us by trying to eat everything she comes across, which you know what? I respect. I respect the Except hell out of Except her dinner it. sometimes. Frustrating. You're so what we're saying is- Having a dog in New York sucks. How do you guys have kids? I don't know. If you, have, if you have a backyard, have a kid and a dog. Just get nuts. One of the best parts of being uh, engaged, getting ready to get married, is especially... Are we the, just... What? Are we getting ready to get married? I think we're just going to get married. We haven't planned a single thing. Can we... Can we we can tell the people the honest to God truth, Let's which is... Let's let it out on the table right we haven't planned. We haven't planned anything. And both of us are kind of like, we'll just go get married. At some point, I think we're just going to go get married. But then we also know if we go get married without planning anything, we'll never plan anything. Oh, you mean like we're going to, people that say they're going to get married and then have the party after. Yeah. And we're like, that's us. And then every single person I've said that to has said, plan the party first and then get married. I'm like, well, if I'm planning a party, then I'll just plan a wedding. And then I'm in this loop. If we just get married, it's just... We're going to do it. It's eventually what's going to happen. Oh, no, anyway, it's going to happen. Saying? What we're, we're saying? Happen. As you're preparing to marry somebody, which we'll pretend that we are doing. Which is fun. Everyone... I Googled dresses. <laughs> I took a look. I joined every, a subreddit. Every Everybody with their parents, no matter your relationship with your parents, especially if you're an only child, especially if you're an only child. That's why it's fascinating to me. Yeah. You're waiting for someone else to be there to be like, did you hear this shit? So you can just be like, I, this is nuts. Yeah. I'm not crazy, right? So... I almost, Jay wanted to tell the story on, on the first episode of the podcast, but I was like, no, mm -hmm. no, no, no. Mm -hmm. We can tell the lady getting thrown from the car story, ejected from the vehicle. Which I wasn't there for, which was devastating for I, me. Well, they you, came back and told me and I was like, I missed it. Oh dude, we had to like bring her out and be like, you have no idea what you missed. So uh, before we went up to stay there, 
Katie and I went to my mom's house for dinner. My mom gets very excited. She loves Katie. Uh, I love her. Yeah, she's great. My mom's the biggest sweetheart in the world. She An loves angel. having us she there. She cooks. She cooks. She's so excited yeah. for us to be there whenever we you. show up. She shows up. She's like, you guys. It's very sweet. Two cute dogs. But sometimes we laugh at stuff that she does and she doesn't understand why we're laughing. And we're like, well, because you're doing mom shit. You're yeah. doing like crazy mom shit. Right. And my mom does the craziest mom shit because it's been she and I the entire time. Whole time. Just you two. And Katie finally understands the roommate dynamic where you just like share stuff with your mom where you're like, I would never say that to my mom. It's and fascinating. Like, it's fascinating. Fascin- you. you didn't have an ally. You didn't have like a, you go, I'd go to my brother you had and tell my brother and my brother would be like, don't tell that to mom and dad. Or like yeah. we would, I'd be like, did mom do this to you? And he'd be like, yeah, she does that. You just got to de- deal with it like this. You had nobody to confirm your reality, nope. to conspire with, or to like, intervene on your behalf it was yeah. just raw you two to each other it really was two camera <laughs> it was always Crazy. two camera right, no aside right down the pipe dude right down the barrel just right there um i mean she would come home from dates and be like well that guy drinks too much and you're like i'm nine <laughs> like, i'm scared of the basement still i don't know if this should be an adult conversation we're having so katie we were talking about Ugh. something and, uh, and I'm trying to remember what we were talking I about. I remember what it was. It was my mom. We were making fun of her and her neighbor. Oh, which, we not, no, we uh, won't share okay. that. We have a running joke with my mom and her neighbor that my mom really does not like. Where we're like, your neighbors want you. And my mom's like, stop it. You guys, stop it. <laughs> she really, that's the exact energy she hits it with. You guys need to stop. I feel like, I, what did she say? She's like, I feel like I'm playing the straight man here. Oh, I guess I'll just be the straight man. <laughs> I was just like, oh, we're just, jo- uh, it's just a joke. We're just joking. That was her trip. nice way of being like, you stop guys are making, making fun of me. Yeah. Please stop making fun of me. So we do this running joke about how all of our neighbors want her. And then um, we were talking about, Katie brought up, because my, my mom's in her mid-70s, and Katie was like, are you retired? I think I asked her if she was out of the game. Yeah, I think I goes, asked if she was like really done, like looking for any, interested in any, like she's just <laughs> not out of the game completely. She goes, are you retired? And my mom goes, well, it would take a very specific set of things, which we, we did float the idea, would you go on Golden Bachelor? She said no. Right. That's a, another reason we were talking about it. We were talking about Golden brought Bachelor. It up. Golden and how Bachelor. Sad, how much more sad it is when they let a Golden Dude, Bachelor go home. Go, Golden Bachelor. It is a loser leaves town match it's tough. every week. It's tough. It is like a, it's a career match. It's also tough because they just time. had to pour it on the thickest for themselves because they have to present to TV yeah. that like I've been through this and this, but I've got one last shot at love. Yeah. And they all just gave that speech and are leaving and are like, so, so. I guess I'm retired now. Like well, it's you know being oh. a, they all do the same thing. They go, being alone, it can be rewarding. Oh, I've got and, my cats. And I've got the my Mitchell's kids. memory. Oh, my God. That I'll never let. Remember when tough. they're having dead spouse off in that one episode? Oh where they're God. like, I lost my spouse. And he's like, no, no, no. I lost my spouse. And you're like, damn, this is spouse, sad. Spouse, 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 spouse. So we were talking about that. Trish said she would not do Golden Bachelor. But she said Golden if it was Bachelor. a rich guy who loved, she like gave like her all-time thing or whatever. And... Out of nowhere, my mom just volunteers her body count. She just goes, "No joke." <laughs> I looked. I looked over at him and was like, "Did she just say what I think she?" Did? You know that noise of a fork hitting a plate. That's what it was. The second I go, 
Jesus. I was like laughing. It's one of those things where you're, you're appalled, you're embarrassed, but also it's so funny. We're talking about it on the podcast. She goes, my, I, she goes, I dated a lot of men. And then I, I dated and said the number. Yeah. I didn't know if what we're doing is editing out the number. She will watch this because it's on YouTube. Love you, mom. Just said, this was un, and I, I want to really set that scene. We're talking about this kind of stuff. But this was, you know, I've dated a lot of men. I've dated between the years of, she gave a span, this she year. She said 10 years in a number, and it made me want to crawl into a hole and die. It was shocking. Not <laughs> just the number itself. The fact that she said it to us, and then I just looked over of like, what do we do now? And what we do were we do both now? like, uh, oh, I was laughing. I, no, I, I walked oh, away after later. the next one. I, I def jam walked away on the next part. That wasn't a real walk away. That was a legitimate Def Jam audience member walk away. I was laughing so hard. So we went like, oh, and Katie being sweet and polite, she goes, well, where'd you meet all these wonderful gentlemen? How did you find that many interesting interesting men? That's what it was. And she said. They weren't all interesting. (laughs) And we went, okay. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like starting to. Be like, I don't know if I want to eat anymore. <laughs> you know, there's like, I mean, we got Danny dipping sauce on the table. <laughs> so my mom puts down stuff. Dude, this was like, you think your mom's showing people baby pictures is embarrassing or pictures when you're little in the bathtub is embarrassing? No, it's when your mom puts mustard and mayonnaise mixed on the table and goes, I put down some Danny dipping sauce. Dan loved this when he was a kid. Yeah, when I was five. I, I was eating paint I chips up, too. She goes, oh, and that's, I said, what are these? What are these sauces? She, she goes, goes yum yum sauce. Yum yum sauce. And that's Danny's dipping sauce. And I just was like, But we were, it, la- we were laughing at Is dinner it Danny? Because she said it like, she said it like Katie was going to know. She said it like it was known. We kept joking around that she was leaning into the microphone like a lead singer saying she's going to play a hit. She goes, thank y'all very much for coming out tonight. This next one's. Danny Dippin' Sauce. (laughs) They never play this live! (laughs) That right there is uh, next up. My friend, my friend Reginald wrote this one. You guys might know it as Yum Yum Sauce. (laughs) It's like, oh shit, oh shit. And this was after she had said, this next one's called Taco Meat on a Baguette. (laughs) (laughs) My mom makes appetizers. Some of the best appetizers in the world. They're unbelievable. I'm very lucky that my mom makes appetizers. Delicious. Little pockets of cheese and meat and delicious goodness. And most of them have cute little names. These are buffalo chicken pot stickers. These are um, taquerito egg rolls. We were smoking weed in the basement and my mom was down there hanging out with us and she pulled them out of the freezer and she goes, these are... What was it? She goes, this is something new I was working on. Uh, I had a little bit of leftover taco meat. I mixed it with some cheese. And I put it on a baguette. This is taco meat on a baguette. <laughs> she goes, taco meat on a baguette. And, and I, like, we both went, I think, that need, I think the name needs a little workshop. And I think we, we got here like, with the first thing you thought of. We were of both there. like, you could probably spruce that you, uh, name up. You really sold it and then told me exactly. You just call summed like, up what you said. Call so, it like a Rio de Janeiro sunrise or like, something. Uh, this <laughs> is uh, taco meat on a little slice of bread and put in the Call that Albuquerque heat. Call it an open-faced taco. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> taco fun. meat on a baguette. <laughs> and this is taco meat on a baguette. <laughs> <This is great. laughs> Her reaction was like, 
Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, bumming my mom out always sucks because she's like, no, 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 we're having fun. I don't want to no, bum you out. we're just joking. No, she's so, a sweet, perfect angel. And it was delicious, that taco meat on a baguette. Taco meat on a baguette, dude. Fucking slap. When she plays it next time, oh, uh, the crowd's going to pop. You hear those opening chords? Taco meat on a baguette. She's doing taco meat on a baguette. She hasn't done this since, like, the live album. So the Danny's dipping sauce is on the table. Everything's on the table. Everyone's having their dips. We're dipping, we're eating. She brings up the body count. How'd you meet so many interesting men? They weren't all interesting. And then I said, where'd you meet that many men? Something else happened. We got distracted. We kind of moved on. Then she has a a bite of food in her mouth. She's eating a bite and Katie says... probably taco meat on a baguette. Might have been. And Katie says, where'd you meet all... And she, she says, they weren't that interesting. She goes back to eating and she goes, so where did you meet all of these guys? And my mom met by... Met by... She eats and she goes... Craigslist like that and Oppenheimered the room. I mean, I got up and walked out of the room like a Def Jam set. I wasn't, I was like, dude, me, Katie, Christine, and Jay were laughing about that for oh three God. days straight. Out of nowhere, Jay would be getting a water out of a cooler and he'd go, Craigslist. Craigslist. The finger point. Oh the my finger God. point fucking destroyed the room. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the hardest I've ever laughed. Oh I had a hard God. time breathing. Oh my God. It was just so funny. I thought we, I almost thought we had dropped it. Yeah. And she's like, looked at me and she points and I'm like, where is this? And she, and she did she the said, thing like mid-bar where she goes, Craigslist. Like that. And then we had to explain to her that our generation knows. Don't use Craigslist like that. We know Craigslist for sex workers couches misconnections even of like of, or like mfm That's like they list you and jay were saying that when we drove oh up that God. night we told that story jay goes wait so trish is just lurking around w4m <laughs> and i was like i was like yeah casual encounters is exactly. my mom trying to find me a stepdad in her 70s. <laughs> this is where we're gonna break down and do reads we might change it as it goes we have no idea what the fuck we're doing here at this podcast so we're gonna learn but if you're in San Francisco, I'm going to be at Cobb's the 17th and 18th of November. And then Albany, New York, I'll be coming to the Funny Bone. I haven't been there in a while. I'll be there November 29th for one night, Albany Funny Bone, and then Vermont. I'll be at the Vermont Comedy Club. I don't know why I said it that way. That sounded weird. Like I've never said the word Vermont before, but I have. Vermont Comedy Club, I will be there the 30th of November through December 2nd. And then, of course, December 8th, Royal Oak Theater in Royal Oak, Michigan. Buckhead Theater in Atlanta, December 9th. And then the following week, I will be at the Vogel Red Bank. Early shows sold out. We added a late show. You can get tickets to that. And then December 16th, the Fillmore in Philadelphia. And then that's it for 2023. So go to dancesoder.com for those live dates. And again, we hope we're enjoying the podcast. Myrtle's at the door. She thinks Jay's still in here because she's obsessed with him. Dad, in her 70s. <laughs> and she goes, God, I don't I go on bad. there anymore. And we are like, I don't know if you can go on there anymore. I don't even know if it works anymore. I don't know if it works like that. Is it that, still anymore. a thing? I don't know. I got roommates off Craigslist. Never a date, though. I got my apartment in Queens that I lived in for 17 years off Craigslist. And a futon. I also got a futon off Craigslist. My mom That futon that you sat on. That shitty futon. Futon that I did bonfire and sixth and jump from. Until you bought yourself another chair that sucked. A video game chair. Katie, I've learned, does her research on products and like looks it up and is like, no, that's good. And I... 
don't. So He's a trigger puller. I aim. Middle of the pandemic, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a video game chair to podcast and do the radio show. And I just bought one and it came and we assembled it. And Katie was like, did you look up what this one was? And I was like, I didn't. And then we <laughs> did. Google video game chair. I clicked. I paid. And then we looked it up and it was one of the worst ones. It was like a two star. It wouldn't lean back. The back wouldn't lean back. You had to sit straight up. I was like, who's playing video games like this? And then we found out it did lean back, but the whole thing leaned back. And it made a loud pop where it would make you feel like the whole thing was going to. Yeah. It, it wasn't was, a great chair, but it was pretty awful. took it the second we put it in the lobby. Yeah, right? someone in the old building took it. Yeah. So you're so. welcome. But dude, that body count was. Too funny. That was one of the most, like, I'm so glad someone was there to laugh. Because a lot of times it was me, my mom, and her boyfriend, and he's in boyfriend mode. Right. Guys dating my mom were always It's his representative. Yeah, he's like, no, that's cool. No, that's Craigslist is totally cool. Yeah. You should totally get dick off Craigslist. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like, Is this? So this is normal. So adults are... That's why I can't imagine growing... Or what my opinion on dating would be, or my view of dating would be, if I grew up watching my mom do it. Yeah, it's wild. I've never had to do that. Kids of single moms, I, I'd be really interesting to talk to someone else that went through it on like how you relate, like yeah, how I mean, you relate. I'll fuck off. I'll get out of here. Yeah, you had a lovely married family, <laughs> fucking dork. Um, Sorry, it helps. I don't think they like each other very much. <laughs> they're still together, but yeah, it's holding on. You can tell they what, got heat. Well, was, I never thought it was weird until I I did a podcast one time and the person that was on the podcast was like, oh, so you were the only kid around. And your mom was dating. Did you ever try to like? scare them off or like fuck with them and i was like oh no 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 like no, from no. a movie i'm a people pleaser yeah you wanted, wanted them to all like you it was just tiny little auditions I they was were just, just coming to your rep- house i was a little butler i come to the house and i'd be like so do you think playing with toys is gay okay <laughs> i'll stay away from that i just like ask stuff where i go like now would you be interested in a stepson that runs up the stairs at the basement when he turns the light off that's a no. Okay. You have kids of your own. I will not get along with no, them. No, no. Don't bring them here. That was what I was lucky as my mom. I had a stepdad, but my mom never married anybody with kids. Because I think I would have been very territorial. Yeah. I'm bad at sharing stuff. Yeah? Like, we each have our own video game console for a reason. Well, a part of that reason is because you can't play video games with a person you're sitting next to anymore. Okay. In order you, to play video games with someone, you have to have two video game consoles. When we smoke pot, you bring up some points sometimes that, as a lifelong pothead, I rarely have that like, oh. But you've done it to me twice. One time was, um, just recently, your brother, Kevin, was visiting. We love Kevin. The, the captain of our Rocket League team. The best. He's the best. And he was in New York for a work trip. And we play Rocket League online with him and his friends every night. With yeah. Gagney and uh, D-Row and other people. We get on the... You don't have to do this. It's very nice of it. you. It's very nice of you. Because I'll tell you what, the D-Row chat... does not get a name drop on your new podcast. But in the chat, they're going to be like, hey, yeah. thanks for... Sure. Sampy. <laughs> I started yeah, start hitting good. all of them. I'm like, convoy. I'm convoy. I'm getting all of them. <laughs> so then when I come on, they're like, you guys did it all. But I will, I, I feel comfortable in saying your brother is the captain of our yes, Rocket League 100%. team. 100%. He's the He's best the Rocket League team. Player. So he was in town and we were like, oh, come over and play Rocket League. But the way video games are now, 
it used to be if you had a system, it, you would just have to worry about having controllers. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we've got three controllers we can play. But now we each had to be in separate rooms. We'd have three different TVs. Three different three TVs. Different video he game brought consoles. his Switch. We had our consoles, and then we all met online to play. We were hanging out in three different rooms together. Fascinating. It's crazy that that's where video games but are. But that now. also makes me, it just makes me think of kids and how like their experience with video games is completely different from ours. Yeah. And part of that is because they want, to make the most money, you need a PlayStation, not just a controller. Yeah. Not just a friend who has video games. Like you used to socially go to the front. God, we that was didn't so have, awesome. We did not have N N64. We got a Sega Genesis and then our parents were like, you're out for a while. That You're out of the it. game. This is your thing. Did, did so they we make rented... that a public? Did they make that like a public thing of like, did you and Kevin try to push for a 64? I think so. I mean, I imagine so. We rented. Like, we used to rent a 64. You could rent, rent it for like a week. Yeah, a weekend. And like we would just do oh. nothing but play <sighs> video games. What was your guys' favorite game when you well, rented? Well, so we didn't... It was just Mario. I just knew Mario. I had brand recognition with Mario. And it was Mario that... 3D where you could walk around to all those castles and go into the rooms and then jump into the pictures yeah. and you could do like yeah waha yeehee that like triple jump thing yeah. he does god damn I loved that game but I wasn't good at it yeah because I never had enough time with a machine to like get yeah, it's like you start it. getting the, uh, you start catching it. They were like, it. it's gone. Catch you don't groove, play with it like... anymore. But you would have a friend who had N64 and you would like go to that friend's house. And I would say you even kept a friend around that maybe wouldn't even be that good of a friend if they didn't have that N64 or the basement that was finished that had all the DVDs. Oh, we owned my. like three DVDs or VHS. We never owned movies or anything. We had like, It's a Wonderful Life, Beauty and the Beast, Struggling to think of a third. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Those were it. like the movies of our house. My mom had, we had VHSs that were all Kodak black and oh, yellow yeah, yeah. because the free weekends of movie channels. She would record them with yeah. the camcorder? She, well, no, not with a camcorder. camcorder. A, yeah, you, can you could plug the camcorder in to, to oh. record off the TV and then you would just have to either, remember when they came out with those VHS tapes where you could just pop the tape from the camera oh, into yeah. the VHS the and put one? it in? I remember those. Woo! Game so, changer. So we would take... Just on our VCR, we could record off the TV. So she would pop a, a oh, thing yeah. in and be like... I feel like at some point they stopped you from being able to... Or pay-per-views. You couldn't do that with pay-per-views. Yeah. But she would write down like, on HBO, it's the big chill. Yeah. Like movies I didn't even give we a shit We had the MASH, about. the finale of MASH. Yeah. And then you would go in our laundry room and there would just be these like three shelves of secondhand tapes that were just taped off HBO. That's why on my HBO special, the reason that beginning meant so much was that was on so many tapes of ours yeah because when you awesome. watch a movie you're like oh the special presentation that's awesome but my mom video games were like she when video games came out my mom was like you're not gonna get video games you should go outside to play you, you, you play sports you yeah. go outside and play and my dad was still living in Denver it was like the months after my parents got divorced and my mom was like you're not getting a Nintendo and my dad was like I'll get you Nintendo. Oh, and I he, mean, the more I hear about your dad, the more I'm like, more of course <laughs> you were the biggest fan of his. Dude, he bought me Because he Nintendo. did the easy thing the that easiest. was the hugest win. And your mom seemed like a person who was like, you can't have anything good. You can't have him. Yeah. You can't have video games. Yeah. You can't have... She was like, no, no, no. And we got the Nintendo. And then it, what was cool about my mom is once I got a Nintendo, my mom was like, all right, you play video games. Like, you just can't play all the time, but... All right. And so then for Christmas, I got a Sega. And then like years later, got a 64. Cool. And then I bought myself a PlayStation 2. High school job. Um, pretty cool. But I remember no one wanted to come over to my house because 
the 64 was in the living room and either my mom or her boyfriend were always watching oh, TV. Oh, you didn't have like a space, a so private I couldn't space. Be like, Guys, we want to play Perfect Dark, but you go to other people's houses. Yeah. So now with video games, we both are like, we're both into it. Yeah. Because for the in separate reasons. rooms. But the point you made about no one being in the same room, the reason I bring this up is all the commercials now for gambling sites, everybody and this podcast will probably eventually, you'll see me being like, hey guys, don't forget to use soda. And, uh, use code DraftKings. Use. Uh, Check M out my parlay. MGM Grand. Check out Dan's pick of the week. I, we don't have that yet. Probably will. But Katie had a good point when we saw Jamie Foxx. Who was the other massive celebrity that was doing it? Oh, I mean, everybody. But all these people that are doing sites, we were watching TV and Katie goes, they should have to post their parlays. They should have to post how much they use How this much website. money did you use, Kevin Hart? How much money did you put on yeah. the game this week? What Kevin was the Hart's bet like, and how much did you lose? He's Show like, bam, me. I got another $200. Bam. And you're like, then I want to watch you bet it. The whole commercial should be like, Colts look good. It's <laughs> just him going through <laughs> and figuring it out. And he goes, is Scherzer pitching? I don't know. Like, you should have to. No one. I feel like we're in the age now where everybody's in a commercial and no one uses the product yes, they're in. 100%. Like, back in the day, like Arnold Schwarzenegger had to go to Japan. Matt to Reif. This. You For think Blue Matt Chew. Reif uses Blue Chew? And if he does, then I've got a real issue with him being our hot boy comic of the moment. <laughs> because my hot boy comic doesn't need Blue Chew. That's wild. When you showed me that, I was like, that's insane. I to was be, like, how is this? Who's advising you to do you're this? You're the sexiest comic. What are you talking about? And someone's like, this is erection aid. Erection candy. Is that a thing now? Like, are younger guys in their 20s are having? Are they? Are they really? Oh, shit. Okay, they're, sorry then. Oh, you're doing they're great. Having it ED? happens to everybody, apparently. Porn addiction. Well, because it's everywhere. If you could watch anything, fuck anything, why would you go f just have a normal relationship? Dude, when I, you could type in two different things and someone's got those things fucking each other somewhere. I, this is going to be the oldest I sound I outside of talking about fucking Nintendo 64. When someone, when the internet first came out and people would find a weird video mm. and you had to like gather to watch it where they'd be like, Tannenbaum was the one, my friend, that would find, would find videos and he'd be like, did you, did you see the guy fuck the horse? And you're like, no. And he's like, do you want to see it? And you're like, no, I don't want to see it. How did you find it? One time I was at his house and we were smoking weed in his garage and he's like, I got a video to show you. And you're like, fuck. And you go in and it, <laughs> and it was a guy fucking a fish. Oh my God. Just like with his dick. And you're like, but that's what the internet was. So to me, it's like, <laughs> oh, well, you go to your friend's house and they show you a disturbing video. That you didn't want to see, but you, now you're a different man yeah. for having seen it. Now you it's can't eat passage. seafood right. because you watched a man violate a trout. But it is, it was one of those things where I, I, I joked about it early in my stand-up career, but I never thought it would actually take fruition. Where at one point I said, I think on my Comedy Central special, I said, these kids now are gonna are be like- Are you testing me? I go, in what which special- Which one's it from? <laughs> which bit did I reference? Uh, uh, not special. <laughs> You're on the clock. Uh, not special. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, but in the bit, I said, they're gonna be like grizzled porn producers by the time they're 13 and be like, <laughs> what is that, double anal? I'm eating my cereal. It's not enough for me. But it is it's happening, I guess. It's, and I guess I'm, it's happening. And Blue Chew is there for you. Think about your high school crush on OnlyFans. Excuse oh my me? God. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah, think about it. He said. For you. Oh, oh, I so, thought about it. And I'm, a girl's not supposed to go there. That wouldn't ever happen. Just young boys jacking Damn. it on OnlyFans. Imagine my high school crush on OnlyFans. Okay. But that's I like, am. isn't that just like a. He was so cute. 
But yeah, but would you want to see him being like thanking the know. people that were tipping him? I don't normally. That's not really like, what we look up. We're not hey, like, oh, let me look at a guy jerking off. Hey, in sync fanatic. I would love to do that. I'm trying to think of the usernames of the girls <laughs> in your high school that would be watching your high school crush. <laughs> where he goes, hey, thanks, hey, Ryan Cabrera, hey, Dawson, Hey, thanks, Dawson Squirt. <laughs> All right, let's start playing with it. He's like, starts checking it off to that. He's like, TRL anal. All right, that's weird. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that's got to be. The world's, um, I feel so bad for the kids. I just feel so bad for the kids. That's all the shit you not said on podcast. Just, not even just like um, the pandemic. Like I thought during the pandemic, I was like, damn, imagine if this was your high, your senior year of high school or like, damn, imagine this was like your freshman year of college yeah. or damn, imagine this was any of those years you look back at as like, oh, I really needed to go through the typical experience of that, whether it was a good experience or a bad experience. Yeah. The typical experience of that would have moved me into the next chapter of my life. And those people didn't get that. But then I also think about like the way technology is the way that we, the way that socializing in general is, it's so different for them than it is for us. And I just feel like there isn't somebody counteracting that with like, I don't know. I just feel like the, I, these kids need love. Yeah. I they need uh, love so bad. I mean, I think it's been brought up in multiple stand up bits, but I do think there's some truth to the fact that like social media will become the smoking of our generation where it's like, like, Oh, you do that. Or just like, you, you shouldn't your kids, do that. Like, you know, the way when we see kids now from like, the twenties that were chimney sweeps and they're like nine smoking a cigarette, like waiting to go yeah. back to work. What? And we're like, what Get that the out of his fuck? Hand. That's going to be like, I hope, I don't know, but like you hope in 30 years, that's going to be people being like, you just like, we're allowed to be on Instagram when you were 11. Like that is wild. It is wild. And it doesn't feel like it, people are getting more strict about it. It feels like it's going the other way. I mean, dude. Or instead of it being like, no, yeah, you can't get on this till you're 21. I've seen what it is. Now people are like, well, what am I going to do? Tell him he can't be on it? Like, yes. Yeah. My mom would. My mom used to say if a guy wanted to take me on a date in middle or high school, which very few did. <laughs> but if Suckers. they did, if they had already wanted, decided they wanted to jump through this hoop, I yeah. had to light it on fire by saying, you have to come to the door, knock on the door, talk to my parents, and then we'll go out. Can Nobody be, ever was like, yeah, I'll do that. Can I be honest, though, as your soon-to-be husband? Kind of glad that you were like bacon in the oven like that. You know what I mean? I'm mean, kind of glad that no one took you out, so I'd get you. I'd get you. Bacon in the oven, <laughs> yeah, huh? You're just like getting more seasoning, getting more flavor. You're all funny and shit. You weren't out in high school being cool, getting fingered? Oh, no, Damn. I wasn't. I got fingered. Okay. Not on the just podcast. just wasn't a lot. Edit that out. It wasn't a lot. So you don't see me get angry. <laughs> Start punching mics. Another man's been inside of you. Whose finger is that? We got to wash your <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I'm a dusted for prints. If I see any prints that don't match mine, you're in big trouble. If I see yours, I'm going to go, when did this happen? Oh, <laughs> what are we? Do we have eighth grade night? Do we have eighth grade date night? Um, what other stories did you want to tell on this podcast? How long have we been talking for? I don't know. 37? Oh, good. Look at that. I lost track. I thought we'd been two hours doing this. But I didn't want to run up the clock. But you know what's even great, though? Like... At that first moment of breathing for air, you're like, yeah. oh, the podcast is oh, done. Oh, good. Exactly. We got 30, and I think we got, I mean, outside of the Why beginning. Why are you trying to get out of continuing to talk to me? Because I'm going to do it the rest of my life. So we're going to go for an hour. I want it off. Hey, we will. Uh, thank you for being the second episode. Is it done? It's done. Oh, thanks for having me. This was nice. Um, at Nady Cohen on Instagram. Did you look that up? At Katie Nolan. 
Katie B. Nolan on uh, Twitter? Katie Nolan. What's happening? I don't know. I'm, I'm watching you leave me. Uh, at Katie Nolan Never. on Twitter. Yeah. Um, it's X. X. X going to give it to you. Look, X. X. Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. She's I don't, moved on to the semifinals. Yeah, and I don't know where we are when and this comes out. we don't know this is airing, but the semifinals are coming up. Head on a swivel. How do you feel? Are you excited for it? Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. You smart little bitch. Shut I up. love you. It was so much fun. Yeah, dude. It was one of the coolest moments is seeing her on Celebrity. I got to go to one of the tapings. I won't say which one. Is that our doorbell? No. Am I crazy? Yeah. You're... What? I, I didn't hear a I didn't hear a single thing. You didn't hear a doorbell? To the point where it feels like you're doing like a bit. You're like, oh, is that my phone? I gotta go. <laughs> no. no. I swear to God, I heard a doorbell. Um, Do you want me to go check? I can go check, check very and we're going to keep running. Okay. I mean, why? Are you... It was the doorbell. I nailed it. I nailed it. I knew it was the doorbell. Just pull apart the entire shoe rack. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for doing that. And I tried to move it to four. I don't know what happened. I know. I don't either. Well, Katie Nolan, Celebrity Jeopardy contestant, love of my life. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, Good podcast. Thanks. Don't forget to, Myrtle is upset because she wants you to like and subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, right, Myrtle? Say it. <laughs>